I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode Today we're going to talk about paper organizing. How many have piles and piles of just loose paper floating around their home? Or maybe it's just kind of shoved in a drawer because you just don't want to look at it and you just don't have the time to sit down and look at it and figure out what you need to do with it. Maybe you have like just a pile of papers, just like all the things the kids bring home. I know I do. And so we're going to kind of go through how you can kind of pare these things down and how you can kind of come up with a better way to organize it and make it more accessible. Now, if you have a copy of my home edition of the chaos control system, it's very detailed and there are places where you can put these important docs for reference in each section to make it more accessible as well. So if you don't have a copy and you want something that's kind of already done for you, go check it out, it's on my website, and go sign yourself a copy. And if you don't, and you just wanna kind of like tackle it and figure it out later, we're gonna kind of go through the different things that you could do. So, first you wanna pick a time. Pick a time to kind of tackle it the first time. It's gonna take you a little while, you want it you know, quiet, you really wanna be able to concentrate and kind of just move through the process. And then once we get all of these things organized, you're really gonna to wanna to try to make some time, if you can, in the morning or once a week and really put it on your to-do list, 30 minutes to just sift through things and keep up with your system because then it's gonna get out of control and you're gonna to have to do it all over again. So. What we're going to do is we're going to go into five different piles and we're going to decipher which one is going to go where. So the first pile is going to be an actionable paper hub. So it's something, those papers that require you to do something with, whether that be throw away, uh, trash, uh, recycle, or it's something that you need to do like pay a bill or called make a change, something that is going to require you to do something further with it. So ask yourself when you look at the piece of paper, are you able to recycle it or shred it right now? Uh, do you need to take action on it before you file this in a different pile or throwing it away? And if you answer any of these questions and you should put it back in your actionable, you know, pile. So ask yourself, like, you need this paper in order to complete a task in the future, whether that be uh, maybe a permission slip or something you need to sign and send back, or maybe your husband needs to sign something. Uh, do you need it as a reminder for yourself to take action on something in the near future? Or do you need to make a decision on the paper later and that you're not ready yet? Like, you're just not sure, so you want to hold on to it. So you're gonna put that back in your actionable paper pile because that's something that you're gonna to need to act on later and you wanna keep that handy because you don't want that to kind of just like 
get moved and tossed aside because you really want to keep up with that pile, especially if there's some time restraints on some of those things like bills or um, whatever the case may be. Then you're going to go and take your papers that don't go in that, that pile and you're going to make a long term pile. Which you need to ask yourself before you keep that piece of paper, can it be replaced by making a phone call or an online request? You know, a lot of times my kids will come home with things that I've already taken into account or taken care of. I went on the website, like maybe uh, school photos. They came home after they did their photos with a QR code. Like, did you remember to order your photos? Well, they sent a flyer home the week before telling me to do so beforehand. So I already took care of that. So I don't even need these papers, right? So that can actually go in my trash. But if it's a long-term thing where you can do something online, ask yourself that. Can I get it in legal or financial trouble if you don't keep it? Maybe it's for taxes. Maybe you're gonna have to find it later. So if it's something that you're gonna need later on, put it in your long term. Also make sure that it's the most up to date with your most current information. Maybe you just moved. Maybe you've got new insurance. Maybe you changed the credit card on the billing statement and you wanna make sure that the auto pay is right. So. Make sure that you're checking that information before you put that in your long term. And is it worth keeping your time, your space to keep the piece of paper? Is it something that you can maybe take a picture of your phone, file it away digitally, something you can scan and then toss it and get it out of the way because it's one less thing that you have to touch. So ask those things for your long term pile. Now you're going to want to have another one that's going to be a reference hub. Now, again, like I said, I have a whole section in here on my chaos control system where it's kind of like frequently used papers or things like the health section where you're going to have those um, information that's already handy. So maybe you could get rid of the paper by putting the information already in the system. But your reference hub is like things that you need to refer to frequently. Maybe it's a schedule. Maybe it's, um, you know, a list of things to do that's on a piece of paper because that's what you like to have with you. So things that you reference often, you're going to want to separate. Now, this is different from your actionable because you don't really need to do anything with it other than look at it. You don't need to... Uh, place a call and get rid of it later. Those actual things will hopefully be able to be moved to the trash, to the recycle, or to maybe long-term. Then you're gonna wanna do like an education hub, which is for you, your stuff. Maybe it's for work. Maybe it's a training that you have to do for your job, or it's something for your business. Maybe you're in school and you have things that pertain to that. That's gonna go in another pile. And then the last is of course, if you're a mom, your kid pile. I mean, you see lots of funny things when it comes to the, the kid art stuff, right? Like you don't wanna throw everything away because it's special. 
Well, when you have three kids and by the third child, it's just like a piece of paper with one line on it. You don't want to hurt their feelings and throw it away. But do you really need to keep that? Mm, probably not. Because you know that they're going to be doing much better artwork that means more later. So, you know, tread lightly. I saw this uh, TikTok once where they put a like sign on the trash can. It said um, important material or is it like important documents and they said well I put it in the important document file and you know they show the mom later throwing it away but it said it and it was kind of funny um, and they also make those other things I've seen where you can take photos of their artwork and it makes it into a book which is kind of cool or you know what if it's something that is special but you don't want to keep the piece of paper like take a photo of it and keep it on your phone um, so think about those things before you stick it in your kid pile. And, you know, for things that are super duper, like holiday stuff or, um, things that are custom made that they, that they have, like, I'm a nostalgic person. I hang on to a lot of things like that. And I have kind of like a, a memory box or a special thing where I keep and each one has its own bin and I keep them separated that way. So that would go like in my paper hub, or maybe it's something that you want to give like the grandparents, you know, don't think that you can't give some of this artwork away to a loved one or have them put it in an envelope and mail it to someone. If you don't want to keep it in your house, but you want your kiddo to feel special, you know, those are just some tips that you can do when you're coming across these items. So, those are kind of like your five little stations on things that you can start sifting through papers. And then you're going to want to find places for them. So like your actual paper hub, you probably want to keep that on your desk or somewhere um, that you frequent, maybe by your computer, so you can continue to keep up with it. But don't let that pile get up too far because then you're going to get behind. Try to um, make time in your day or week to tackle that you know, section. And if it's something that you need something for your husband, make sure that you're making a note to keep following up a reminder in your phone, something to remind you that those things are there. And honestly, what I would even do is write a checklist of each thing, just a short like word, like electric bill, um, toll tag, things that are quick that you can stick on top of the pile. So that way it's a quick reference, like what's in this pile. And you kind of keep a running tally of what's in there. And then of course you cross off whatever you get rid of. Um, that way you're not like wondering what's in the pile and you do it as you go. So then it's fresh in your mind. And so I would even do that for each of the piles that you make because the worst thing is, is like having to go through it again and trying to figure out what was in there. So just make a little note of what you're putting in each one and then stick it right on top, paper clip it, put it in a folder, put it in your chaos control system. And that way you will know. I've also have checklists in that chaos control system, the home edition as well. So you can tell exactly what information's already in there. So then people can just kind of look at it real fast and know. So again, you want actionable items in one. You want long-term things that you're going to maybe need or you're not ready to get rid of. Uh, maybe it's financial stuff that you need to keep. You want a reference, which is maybe probably important information, schedules, 
uh, important dates, things like that. Another place you want your stuff, your work stuff, your school stuff, the things that you need and another one, and then your kiddo stuff. So those are the things that you should maybe think about when you're going through. And then if you have something that's kind of like, I don't really know what to do with, again, like you put that in your actionable paper hub because you just don't know yet. You don't know, but there's an action that needs to be taken. You just don't know what that will be, whether that be throw it away, recycle it, put it in a different pile, those types of things. And when you're going through these papers, say like the kid stuff, and it's a piece of paper that you're going to want to maybe mail off to a loved one so they can enjoy the lovely artwork. And you don't really want it taking up space in your precious box of things that you are going to want to keep. So you put that also in your actionable paper hub and make a note like send to grandma or, you know, send to friend, whatever the case may be, put that because that's something you're going to want to act on later. So hopefully this helps you when you're trying to kind of get it all together. Um, papers are like the worst because they just, just, they congregate everywhere. My, I have a junk drawer. We all do. I try to keep it as orderly as I can and out of sight, out of mind when it comes to organization for me. Like if it's in my main space, I really like it orderly, but if it's in a drawer and it's just something I can kind of just like shove in, you know, you want to at least make that orderly. So hopefully that these tips help you. Um, I referenced uh, some things online that was kind of like a better way to explain it than possibly I could have. So I hope this helps go get to organizing all of those papers. And then again, like try to keep up with it, put it on your task list. It will not take you long if you keep up with it. And it will also take up less space on your kitchen counter and you can continue to make your home a Pinterest looking home, which is clean and unlived in looking, right? <laughs> so that's what we all strive for. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and let me know what you think. And I will catch you guys next time. Have a great, great week. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.